by the rivers of Babylon, we sat down and wept. As we remembered Zion, on the willow trees, there we hung up our harps. Psalm 137. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Having failed to heed the dire warnings of the prophet Jeremiah, the Jews, the people of God of the Old Testament, were conquered by their enemy, Nebuchadnezzar II. The city of Jerusalem was razed to the ground. The beloved temple built by Solomon was destroyed. And a good part of the inhabitants of that kingdom were transported to Babylon. Thus, in 597 B.C. was begun what has become known as one of the most tragic periods in Israeli history, the Babylonian captivity of the Jews. It will last for 70 years. Of it the psalmist would lament, by the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept, as remembered Zion. Pope Pius XI stated that spiritually we are all Jews. We are the new people of God. We are the new Israel, the new chosen people. That is why St. Thomas Aquinas wrote a handbook for missionaries and evangelizers who then went into the territory of Spain, ruled by the Muslims, to convert them. He called this handbook the Summa Contra Gentiles, the Summa Against the Gentiles. They, the Muslims, were the Gentiles. We were the chosen people. We were the Jews. Thus, in the Middle Ages, the Church saw herself as the, in the mirror of Israel, of Zion. The Old Testament was not merely an account of the history of Israelites. It was an accounting of our history. It was our book, our story. The Christians then looked about them and saw the world as it really was. A place of estrangement, a place of separation, a place of alienation, a foreign land of which we are not citizens. We are baptized and we all have walked to the Jordan River and cross into the promised land. We have laid claim to Zion. We are citizens and of heaven, the place we now call our home is not our home. The house we live in is only a temporary place.
Now we are in a valley of tears. This is not our homeland. Though we act and behave as if it were. St. Thomas Aquinas called us Viatores, wayfarers, nomads, journeying through the world to our real homeland. The medieval Catholics saw themselves very clearly this way. Saw, and also they saw the time before the season of Lent, the 70 days prior to Ash Wednesday, as symbolic of the 70 years of the Babylonian captivity of the Jews. Like the Jews, we mourn for Jerusalem. Like the Jews who hung up their harps and would not sing the song of Zion, we do likewise put up away the Alleluia, which is the song of Zion, sung in the streets of heaven, the celestial Jerusalem. We are all exiles. We have fallen from Jerusalem, and now we are wandering, meandering in a foreign land. And we do not at times realize this. In the Middle Ages, they did very much so, but we have not. The threat to the Jews was not persecution or torture. The physical punishment they had, but not that much. But rather, they feared indifferentism and assimilation. They would behave and act as if they were not Jews. In order to preserve the faith of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Jews banded together in groups to read the scriptures, to pray to God, to follow their traditions, and to follow the law, even when it was contrary to the law of Babylon. Some of the Jews, some of the Jews assimilated and became Chaldeans, sadly. Others kept the faith, including the prophet Daniel, who rose to prominence in Babylon without compromise, although he paid for it. The ones who fell away forgot their uniqueness. They were the Lord. They were the Lord's. Now they belong to Babylon. The word perish comes from the Latin parochia, which means a place which is, is, which is alien, a place of sojourners, a place which is different from that around them. 
It was a place, place, a foreign place. That we belong to a parish testifies that we are not at home. We're not at home here. We are merely on a journey which began when we were baptized and confirmed until hopefully we arrive at the eternal Jerusalem. How soon we forget who we are. The martyred Lutheran theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer had to remind Christians of his time, the time of Hitler, of this most important and dramatic truth which overarches the whole of our life. Today, we are tempted to accommodate. We forget what the great Apostle John wrote us. Do not set your hearts on the world and what is in it. Anyone, anyone who loves the world does not love the Father. The attraction, the pull of Babylon is great. There are many examples of this. I only use one. Bill Maher, the TV personality, is one example. He has a weekly show on cable TV and HBO where he leads a discussion on current events. He is an avowed atheist with a great disdain and hatred towards religion, especially Catholicism and the Pope. And he doesn't hide it. He doesn't hide it. He has different people on the show of various persuasions to discuss these things. And among these people are various people who are conservative, religious people, God-fearing people, who simply don't belong on that show. They laugh at its mockery and his attention. And in his discussion, he is in control. It's as if the followers of Christ would have gone to a pub for a drink with Pontius Pilate on Holy Saturday afternoon. We live our lives often in this way. We go along to get along. And we forget Zion. The historian Hilaire Belloc wrote, We sit by and watch the barbarian. We tolerate him. 
In the long stretches of peace, we are not afraid. We are tickled by his irreverence, his comic inversion of our old certitudes and our fixed creeds refreshes us, and we laugh. But as we laugh, we are watched by large and awful faces from beyond. And on those faces, there is no smile. Let him who has ears to hear, hear. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.